Hobby Addicts の時間です It's time for Hobby Addicts And now here are your anime addicts Hey everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts episode 245 on January 17th. I am Mitsugi and I am joined on this cold day. It's 32 degrees outside by the fantastic Mason. Mason, how are you? Hello there. I'm doing well. I it is also about the low 30s over in the Midwest and got some nice pleasant snow coming down outside oh, my window. Really? So it's uh nice and peaceful right now. Like As we speak, it's snowing. Yep, yep. I'm looking at it right now, and it is mildly beautiful. So I'm, I'm, I'm in those vibes. Well, they say here in Denver that March is the snowiest season, but、um, we will see. It hasn't snowed much at all this year, so I'm hoping, for, hoping we get a little more. But、uh, gonna have kind of a little subdued hobby addicts this week because. Mandy's not here, and also because I really didn't do a lot except watch anime this week, and so we tend to talk about that on the on the, on the actual main podcast. <laughs> so I'll be saving that. But Mason's going to talk about Over the Garden Wall, an animated miniseries, and I will talk about East Origin, which I don't think I talked about that yet. I've said I was playing it. I don't know if I discussed it.、Um, and.、Uh, I also got LASIK done yesterday or two days ago, but、I'll, I may save that for an after party because it's kind of not really a hobby. So,、um, over the garden wall, hmm, Mason, always coming up with something interesting. Yeah, what, something a little what, different. What's this all about? So, those of you who know what this is know that I'm very late because this is an <laughs> animated miniseries that aired on Cartoon Network in 2014. So, like seven years ago. I'm also late by like three months because this is a, a series that is best watched in like late October when you are really feeling those autumnal spirits and not,、mm-hmm. you know, in the cold or in the summer. Like, this is a definitely late October, November. That's the time to watch this show. So, instead of being better late than never, I'm going to say I'm just nine months early and I'm just giving you a heads up that in nine months you should、uh, watch <laughs> this series. Next fall. Exactly. I'll probably try to remember in whenever that is. But essentially, Over the Garden Wall tells the story of two brothers who are lost in the forest and trying to, their, trying to find their way home, just like every、uh, I don't know, fairy tale ever. Like, it's a very basic setup. Like Homeward、and、Bound? Just any kids are lost in a spooky location. You're not really sure how they got there. You're not really sure what they're doing or why they're doing it. They're just, they're just lost trying to find their way home. Like it's the most basic setup ever. They're lost in Narnia. Got it. Exactly. And each episode, of which there are 10, and each episode is about 11 minutes long, has the two boys encountering a strange, peculiar, or frightening thing that they must overcome. And overcoming things is not what these brothers do best.、Um, the eldest is, his name is Wirt. W I R T. 
and he is a cowardly teenager. No offense to teenagers, but he is just super indecisive, and he kind of stands at the precipice of maturity, but is too uncertain to really do anything. He's very hamstrung by his hesitation, his fear of being mocked by his peers, and he tends to like clam up and blame things on his younger brother, who is named Greg, is a precious cinnamon roll. He (laughs) is propelled into the wilderness by just raw, unmatched, unfiltered stupidity. Did you ever play the the Diablo games? Yeah, like the... There's definitely a word in Diablo. There's a word in Diablo. Oh, yeah. He's like in at least the first two. I've only played the third one. And he's like this little little kid type character that always gets in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, I can see it. But uh, Greg is just super naive and it leads him into plenty of trouble that his ample supply of like pocket candy and his trusty frog companion can't like bail him out of. Like Greg is all about (laughs) abstract thought. He's full instinct. Wirt is the older one who's overanalyzing everything. And essentially the show, uh, it's a very simple show, but it has a lot of themes of brotherhood, how to name a frog, uh, commentary on self-confidence, and rock facts. And essentially these two boys, it's very episodic. They go through the spooky woods. They encounter something. They somehow bumble their way into surviving it. And that kind of goes episode by episode. And your enjoyment of the show as a whole will kind of boil down to what you think of Greg, the youngest one, because he is a very portly child and he's the source of like all the comedy and joy of the show. He is just a power plant of endlessly running like visual (laughs) and spoken gags. And you will either find him like aggravatingly annoying and childish or like a wild card of amusement. Like he's just every time he's on screen, you never know what you're going to get out of him. And it's (laughs) I thought he was really funny because he's just a doofus. Like it is definitely aimed for children. And like that's kind of what the comedy revolves around. But I don't know. There's just a charm to him that I enjoyed, and thus I enjoyed the show as a whole. Uh, I was about to ask you which which side you fell on, annoying or funny, but I think you answered Yeah, I, I just generally preferred his interactions. Like, even though I knew in my head, I'm like, this is kind of obviously childish. It just, it struck just the right note that I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And the show is very unique because it is a simple show, and it feels like very recognizable because of that but it also feels original like everyone knows that a show like this existed but like this is just the pure manifestation of comedy and music and adventure that just feels nostalgic even if you've never seen it before because the visually this has a phenomenal look it's um got like a grizel like sepia aesthetic mixed with like the cuphead rubber nose or rubber hose (laughs) style right okay and they have these like circular camera frames that you'd almost see in like early Japanese animation and it just it blends a bunch of very familiar visual traits if you watch like a trailer or anything you'll be like I've I feel like I've seen this even though you might not have ever done it so it's it's such a interesting and creative piece of entertainment I would say anyone 10 years or older could watch it and find something to enjoy either you know uh, a younger child just really liking Greg and his pet frog named Kitty and all those things or someone older who can more see themselves in Wirt or the the dynamics at play. And the first two episodes are pretty solid. They're, they give you a good representation of the show. 
The middle couple episodes are kind of fine. They, that's like the weakest part. It tends to drag. But the last stretch of episodes are phenomenal. And the way they answer so many questions and develop so many characters in those 11-minute chunks, it's kind of impressive. So it won an Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program. Yeah. Um, and it's created by Patrick Mihail, who did uh, Adventure Time that you might know. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It kind of has an Adventure Time-ish flair to it, too, like the way the... It certainly does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's got a ton of really great voice actors, uh, two that you might recognize. Uh, One is Christopher Lloyd, who plays Doc in Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. And uh, Elijah Wood, uh, who plays Frodo from Lord of the Rings and is known for saying fantastic in that one gif. (laughs) Uh, He plays Wirt. He plays the older child. So uh, audio wise, it's amazing voice acting also the soundtrack is really fitting it's very folksy and jazzy um and there's tons of like character songs that are hit or miss but overall it just i don't know it has nostalgia definitely worth watching in october and your mileage may vary depending on how much you enjoy the characters but i enjoyed enough of it to say it's pretty solid and every time i bring this up with someone they either say oh i've never heard of this show tell me more about it or they say oh my goodness over the garden wall. I watch it like every fall. Like it's a great annual thing because it doesn't chew up a ton of time. Right. But it's still, it gets to the point and you can watch it as of right now on HBO max. And oh. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all right. It's pretty good. You should check it out if you are into that kind of childish, but, but just a little more something under the surface to uh, sink your teeth into. Except HBO Max is not so good. <laughs> Except if you have Comcast Xfinity, HBO Max is terrible, and I hate every second of it. And if it wasn't for the fact that the new Ghibli film was coming out next month, uh, uh, I would be canceling it. You would have terminated that shit already. Yeah, it looks like the runtime's only like two hours on this. So Yeah. So each episode must be pretty fucking short. Yeah, about 11 minutes each. Yeah, well, it has almost a nine on IMDb, which is like, pretty high it's it's rated 50, number 55 all time for tv so that's that's like yeah, it's pretty it's strong good i i don't think it's your kind of thing mitts mm-hmm. i i think you could watch one episode and be like uh i got it like i i see the appeal but it's not for me kind of thing so i don't know but i could see definitely if it was right around halloween time and you're feeling that mood and you just need something quick it scratches that itch well I just scrolled backwards from the top of the IMDb for TV show list here and mm-hmm. to see if like when, like where the first anime was and the first anime is ranked 19. Do you, do you know where you know, do you have any idea what that anime might be? Is it just television or movies as well? Just just TV shows. It's pretty it, it's pretty well known to be good. I would you, say one guess. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's exactly what it is. Hey, <laughs> I'm go. the smartest boy alive. Yeah, and then I'm scrolling, scrolling. There's not Cowboy Bebop, number 35. So, oh, and Hunter Hunter, number 40. So, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I've never seen that, but, um, you know, it has good voice talent, which is important for animated TV shows and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I could definitely give it a shot if I ever had, like, access to it. I don't have I don't have cable or HBO Max, so I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch that. But all right, cool. Well, people, uh, and this is your nine month warning. <laughs> exactly. Prepared for me to just give another shout out. Just copy paste this review in uh, <laughs> nine months when I'm not here or something. Yeah, this, coming this fall. 
over, exactly. the, over the garden wall again. For All the right. seventh time. <laughs> so like I said, I got LASIK, but I'm not really going to talk about that right now. We, we can talk about it later. It's definitely an experience. I will say I was scared shitless. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, that was definitely fucking scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I did. I had. I did. Uh, I have been playing East Origin, and I don't think I really talked about East Origin much uh, yet, other than the fact that I bought it. Um, so my girlfriend hates it, so she punted on it real quick. She just, <laughs> she can't do it. It just doesn't have like the kind of. I I, di- I haven't talked about East Origin yet, have I? I I thought you mentioned that you had started it and that you were kind of not really feeling it. Okay. Like I remember you talking about it with the other ones when you were planning what to buy, gotcha. and you mentioned you had started it, and we're just kind of like, eh. But I guess we yeah. haven't reached the dramatic conclusion. Well, I'm almost done with the first playthrough with um with his name is um is um Hugo Fact is his name, and he's like a magician. He's 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 a sorcerer basically, and the the setup for the game is quite interesting. There's a giant war on this planet called Ys. And and there are these two goddesses named Rhea and Fina, and there's these six priests, and there's a there's like a great war that happens, and and a giant like uh like they basically lift up the the remnants of humanity into the sky into this like sky floating island, um which is not I don't know you I guess you could think of it as like you know, uh Lapita, castle in the sky yeah Lapita. Lapita. Or Vane from, uh, from um, you know, from Lunar or whatever. But what happens is that the the god one one day the goddesses like disappear from this island and they go down to the earth below, where demons have erected an enormous tower, which they use to launch like more attacks and bring battles into the sky. And so this all out war commences and you, you're basically sent down to earth to, as like in like a search party to find where the, where the goddesses went. Cause they're very important. And you play as this character named Hugo fact. The game has like a super long lead into like a video and like all this dialogue, um, that lays all the story out mm-hmm. and you play as Hugo fact, which who, who is a magician who has like these two, like magic missiles that kind of sit on his shoulders, sort of. And so when he when he attacks, he shoots like a. If you ever played like Gauntlet Legends, it's it's it feels actually not that different from Gauntlet Legends in terms of like its gameplay. I don't know if you've, if you've ever played that or not, but um, where you're like you'll be like mash the square button and like he'll shoot like a like a magic ball of energy for in front of him, and then his the two little magic missiles will each also shoot a ball of energy. So you're shooting three of them. And then as you play, you kill enemies. Sometimes they'll drop like power ups where he'll get even more magic missiles. So, but it's it's mostly like a button mashing type gameplay style. Um, and so you get to this, you get to the tower, and you're you're essentially just scaling the tower. It's almost like Tartarus, like if you're playing like Persona Three or whatever. Okay. Like oh, you're scaling Tartarus, and you just keep going higher and higher. And as you go higher and higher, the um, like the it's not randomly generated floors like I think it is in Persona Three. But it's like, um, so the environments will change eventually. There's like a water area and a fire area, uh, you know, et cetera. But um, it's a Mario. It's a, yeah, it's a me. And, <laughs> and um, when you, as you go up, like you, different story events unfold. So 
you run into like villain characters and like little battles will take place and and then like uh you know you'll reconvene with your allies at the bottom of the tower to discuss things that have like transpired and come up with plans and but the gameplay style is very um it's very simple it's like you're in this you're like you're in this map it's almost like top down you know it's it's from like the same angle that like Diablo would be at or like, or like I said, Gauntlet Legends, and it's like, oh, an enemy pops up, and you'll just like mash square until they're dead, basically. Um, and there's a couple more things you can do. Like at this point, I have a shield that I can put around myself for a certain amount of time that'll protect me. Um, you can basically lay like bombs on the ground that'll blow up after a few seconds. And I have like um, the ability to create like balls of fire that fly around my my character. But um, the gameplay is definitely not that. Dy- uh, dynamic you know some of the boss fights are pretty cool like they do a lot actually with the boss fights with you know such such a limited sound and combat system yeah but ultimately i've only done like two boss fights up until this point and they've both been pretty good but there's not that many of them and i actually think i'm almost done with this game because i think um the game itself is like dependent on doing i think like many playthroughs because there's a lot of different characters that you can play as I'm looking up like how long to beat it, but I think it's like the whole game's 11 hours, and but like after you do all of the multiple playthroughs, you know it's like 30 to 40 hours long, and I'm not really sure where it's going, but I decided to play this one because I think like in the timeline of the East games, this game comes first, so I think that this one comes like. It makes sense with a title called yeah. Origin. It takes place 700 years before the events of East 1. So, you know. And this, of course, this game came out originally in, in Japan in 2006 on PC. Um, you know, it came out on PS4 in 2017. And, you know, it came out on the Switch, like, just a few months ago. But, um, you know, it's done by by, uh, by Falcom, the company Falcom, who's done, a, who's done, like, I think pretty much all these games. And I was looking at like the new uh, East game, like East Nine or whatever, that I think Nippon Ichi Software is helping put out, and it just looks totally different. Didn't really, didn't really look like my cup of tea, really. Um, but you know, so I probably won't play that. But I, I might try some more of the older East games. The there's no voiceovers really in it, so it's all text that you read, which I guess. I mean, seems like nowadays seems kind of like a, a letdown because I think a lot of games now are voiceovered. So there's no real voiceovers. There is the ability to like upgrade your armor. Like you do level up. Like enemies will drop these like crystals and shit out of them, like health items and crystals and all this crap. And you know that's like money you can spend. And then there's health items they drop, and then you get like experience for killing enemies. And so like I'm like level 15 or something. Like I'm leveling up as I go. But, uh, or I think I'm actually like closer to level 20, but, and, you know, I, I don't want to go through any more of the story at this point. Not that there is like a huge story at this stage, but it's mostly just like, you're like with this search party and then there's like another group, there's another, another group of people in the tower that are bad and they're also after the goddesses and you don't really know what their plan is at this point. And, you know, the game's so short, I wonder if I'm ever going to find out. Like, I feel like I'm almost... I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm only a few hours away from clearing the first playthrough because it's so short, but... But, uh, you know, it's not bad. I mean, I think if... I actually rather enjoy the, like, dungeon layouts. They're they're not bad. 
the combat is just kind of button mashy. If you're not if you're not the kind of person that's satisfied by um just like mashing a button and then carefully like angling the the directions of your shots until all the enemies that you see are dead, you know, it may not be for you. But if you kind of get like catharsis out of like the simplicity of it, you know, maybe people would enjoy it. It definitely has an, it's definitely anime themed. So there's that. It has anime cutscenes and stuff in it. So people may like that. I usually do. But yeah, it's just not that good. You know, I think that um, if I were to give it a score out of 10, I'd probably give it like like a six and a half probably. Like it's playable, but it's certainly not like really all that exciting. But I only paid like five bucks for it on that year end sale. So it didn't really break the bank. I get you. And speaking of button mashing, honestly, when it's like text-based cutscenes where they have a voice over, like as long as you can advance to the next one, I usually never wait for the voice actor to finish. I'm usually just the second I'm done reading it, I'm skipping to the next line. So gotcha. I, I, I'm too impatient to <laughs> to hear it. Well, th- well, this is like one of those games where it's like 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 with the text. Yeah, I get you. But you could still skip through it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it has, it's sprite based. It has like some charm to it, but you know, it's really not that awesome. You know, I was kind of hoping for more because I, I, I had heard other, other like gaming podcasts talk about this game, but, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like other, sometimes I feel like gaming podcasts are happy playing all games, including the ones that are mediocre. And I'm kind of like usually just seeking out the games that are exceptional because I just don't have time to play every single game that ever comes out. And so, like, unless the game is, like, really fucking good, normally I'm not all that impressed by it. So, but I am, I do excel in being stubborn, so I will finish this game I anyway. was about to say, so oh, you're yeah. still sticking with this one, though. Oh, oh yeah, I'll finish it. I, I don't think I'll get the platinum in it, because I just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll look it up, you know, if, if the platinum is not that hard to get. I, I don't really recall ever getting a trophy so far in this game, so I'm not really sure where the trophies are, but... Uh, it may not be worth my time, especially with like this guy S6 coming out, which I hope doesn't suck. And it definitely has the potential to be bad. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> it definitely does. Like this guy, three and four were fucking terrible and this guy, five was good. So it's a crap shoot, <clears throat> but fuck, there's nothing else. All I've been watching, all I've been doing is watching anime. So, I mean, you could have been playing Hollow Knight. Just, just saying. Well, Hollow Knight, just... <laughs> Hollow Knight is still there. Um, I, just, I know, I know. I haven't forgotten about it. You guys will, That's my my shtick. At this is. <laughs> at this point, I'm just holding out just to drive you guys crazy. I'm like exactly, exactly. <laughs> even though I know it's better than like way probably way better than this game I'm playing right now. But did you ever check out that? Uh, if we're done talking about ease, that what was it called? Like Sweet Home? That like Netflix? Like you said, it was like a Korean zombie. Oh, we never thing. watched. Did you ever check that out? Okay, we haven't watched any more of that, but we need to. We definitely need to. We've been watching like a lot of Inuyasha, which like I really like Inuyasha a lot. Like I love it. I love the Inuyasha's characters. I just like the show just does fucking nothing. I mean, it's such a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I mean, it really is. That's what I've always kind of thought about it. So I'm glad you guys are <laughs> Dude, it's the ones a, doing it. You, have you seen like the majority of Inuyasha? No, no, because Dude. I, I've seen enough episodes to know that I'm not missing much. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm like on 80, I'm like on episode 85 and I swear to God, there's like probably, there can't be more than four episodes of like actual story content, like at this point. 
Like it just there just can't be. It's just nothing but one filler episode after another. You know, it's just you're so just there to silly. watch the characters you love it's do just, something. It's like Rumiko Takahashi, man. She's like this. She's like in a boardroom meeting. Like, this anime, it it only really has a story that's like eight episodes long. And they're like, yes, but but we need 190 episodes in four movies. It's like and a spin yep. and, and a and a sequel spinoff. It's like, well, I don't really know how to get us there, except every episode's about like finding another jewel shard from a monster. And then they'll like show the bottle with the jewel shards in it, it's like occasionally, and it only has like four shards in there. And I'm like, you motherfuckers <laughs> have collected like a hundred fucking jewels by now. You need a you need like a like a like it shouldn't even be a jar anymore. It ought to be like a fucking pouch, like a bag full of these friggin' jewels. How big is this damn jewel? It must be huge. Because the shards are giant. So the things the thing's like the size of a cantaloupe. I mean, it's like the biggest jewel anybody's seen ever. And whatever. It's it's just ridiculous, but Fuck well, man. Speaking of jewels mm-hmm. there's a new show on netflix that i think i might try out it's called lupin like a, it's uh the third it's like a, no no but it's definitely like inspired by like the the classic lupin that inspired lupin the third and it's a french show so eh, that might be interesting i i've not watched a single episode i think it came out like a day or two ago and it looked like it was number four uh, in the U.S., and I was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll give it a shot," and then proceeded to not give it a shot yet. But I might, <laughs> I might. Yeah, I mean, Lupin is French, I think. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that that makes sense. So it, it was either Lupin the Third or like a, something about a wolf, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. So get that Harry Potter vibes. Yeah, but yeah, that's kind of cool. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure if I. It, usually, I'm not that interested in listening. Like. Um, I'm not sure why, but like, in, if the show is in a, a language other than English or Japanese, I usually don't really want to read the subtitles for it. So, I mean, there is a dub for it because it's oh on God, Netflix. That's be fucking horrible, though. Lip, but it's probably not going to be great. The lip, no, the lip flaps won't match, and like the only thing I managed watching that was—I mean, I don't want to sound like uncultured or whatever. I just—I don't know. I just. I haven't seen that many movies, and I think the only movie I saw recently that was in that was in French was that Shape of Water movie. Might have been in French, that okay. won the won the Oscar. And then I watched like Pan's Labyrinth for like the fourth time last year, and that's in Spanish. So that's so good, though. So I guess so good. I guess I'm okay with Korean too, because I've watched Old Boy so many times. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not used to hearing foreign languages other than Japanese and English, but. If you if you watch it and you think it's really good, I could give it a shot. Yeah, I'll let you know. I uh, I'll give it a shot. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna keep watching this uh, Korean show or this this Korean Sweet Home show too, if I can remember. Like, we want to watch um, Kimagude Orange Road so fucking bad, and I'm gonna talk about it on the main podcast because it's just like mm-hmm. you know classic romance anime. We really liked the first episode, but. Retro drive, retro dive just sucks so much ass. I mean, it's just like unbelievable how bad retro retro dives fucking service is. So we'll 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 get to that in the main podcast. But I desperately want to watch that. So we just we've just been watching like a lot of old shows and you know trying to trying to make our way. So I need to finish Castlevania. So <laughs> I truly have nothing else, Mason, to talk about. 
So I, I've been doing like so much stuff, but like none of it is like a completed thing that I can like bring to the show. Like I've been cooking, I've been doing Japanese, I've been playing bass, I've been reading books, I've picked up Dune yesterday and started that. I've been reading manga, I've been biking, I've been going back to the gym finally, I've been oh, yeah. doing hockey. Like I've I'm, I have so many hobbies, but nothing that I've been like, ah, I have completed this to share completely. Like uh, I started playing Neo 2 again after like being done with Cyberpunk and uh it's still the best game of last year. I love Neo 2. It's so satisfying. I, they released the DLC for it recently. Uh and I would like to tell you about the DLC, but I decided to start over from the beginning <laughs> and the DLC is all like end game stuff. Yeah, of course. And I was like I could just jump in with my, you know, original character, but there's so many like systems and stuff that it's hard to like do that with this game so i'm like i'll just start the whole thing over and it's still amazing and uh, based and i love it fuck i still have neo one that i think i haven't finished <laughs> well you uh you don't need to play that one to get this one in fact this one comes first oh in the story uh chronologically yeah. yeah okay but uh i've already talked about neo on the show but i just uh, am reaffirming my love for it yeah i this was a tough two weeks at work so i really haven't had much time for much of much of anything and we'll see we'll see even though i can't weight lift now for a week because of lasik i'm still gonna go to the gym and like do stretches and like light light like rehab work on my back and stuff but yeah i, I did a lot of light stuff for that first couple days and that was fine yeah so but, uh do you have any plans for monday do you have that day off no I don't martin think, luther i'm pretty sure i don't hmm? know i don't think i have i don't think i have monday off it's the first uh time i think it's ever been like considered a national holiday though Mm, I'm pretty sure. So maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'll ask. Maybe. I'll ask. That would be awesome. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure I don't have that day off. So, yeah. listen. If you had to choose, actually, I'll ask you before giving you the right answer. What is better, having a Friday off mm-hmm. or having a Monday off? Oh wow. I would say a Monday. Ping pong. That's yeah. the uh, that's the right answer. Yeah, that's right. You pass the test because no one gives a flying fuck about about working on Friday anyway. They're just doing like the bare minimum to get through the day, and then Mondays suck. So nobody wants a Monday. True, so. but in addition to that, which all your points are still valid. Not only do you no longer have the dread of the Sunday night, like, oh, I I, I don't like that's all avoided. But the most beautiful thing about having a Monday off is that it means that the next week is only a four day work week. Like it's a it's a double combo. That's like true. you have a long weekend and a short work week. Like and I know some people are gonna say, Oh, well the last week if you have Friday off is a short work week. It's not the same though. It's not the same as having a Monday off. So yeah, Monday offs every single day. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. You know, I don't have much else for you guys, really. So, I, uh, it's all just Disgaea 6 and Near Automata. Whenever that sequel, when, when does this guy come out? I think it comes out on the 28th or, or thereabouts, mm-hmm. right around the corner. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We do love you. I hope you enjoy listening to us ramble on about all kinds of shit. And uh, we'll see you next week on Hobby Addicts. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for hanging out, boys and girls. Yeah, boy.